Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Sanagato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. And just to remind everyone, we do have a Patreon set up. So if you'd like to support the show, it only costs a dollar. You can head to patreon.com slash OPL show. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash OPL show. With that, you get some bonus content, some Q&A stuff from me and Greg and other stuff. Also, it was also voted by Other People's Lives as the number one Patreon to join. Right, exactly. Um, In the world. But yeah. Anyway, today we have a, a kind of a fun episode. Uh, usually when we have episodes like this, we're like, you know what? Let's just have like a nice little glass of whiskey before we get into this. <laughs> what you're trying to say is it's a sex episode. It's a sex episode, ladies and gentlemen. And this one, like we're just going, like, we're just going for it. Like, I, I feel like we've had... This is more investigative than anything, you know? Like, what do you mean? Like... So we're talking to someone who's a manager of a sex toy store. Yes. Slash sex toy expert. expert right. And, you know, we kind of have to find, I feel like we have to dig a little bit within our questioning to find a story in there, you know? Yeah. Well, right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I like the transparency. You got to pull and, it and out. The honesty here. Yeah. I, I see it as two things. I see it as one, we think we have access to kind of cool and interesting people, which we do. And I feel like this is someone else who, she goes into a sex toy store every day. She's meeting some characters for sure. Oh yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with getting sex toys, but I'm sure she's got some stories. I'm sure she she sees some some stuff. And I think the other thing is whenever we find ourselves kind of backed into a corner in a situation where we're forced to talk about sex, like we get a little weird. What? Like not we get weird, but like weird things happen. Like we get we get phone sex. We I well, try to well, throw you, you under the bus for not well. Yeah, I, being I fully experimental expect you to- enough, which is just an assumption, guys. I don't know, <laughs> but like something happens. Like we, you just it, named two things that you did. <laughs> you made that woman like do phone sex to us, and then you threw me under the bus, and I have done nothing. So I guess what I'm saying is I go off the rails yeah. when I talk about sex. Right. You get and, jittery. Uh, I, I know. I can see it in your eyes. You're like a little kid on Christmas. You're like, yes. Just what, excitement? Yeah, you're just excited to talk about sex. Well, because I, I hold sex in high, in high regard. I guess so. There's nothing wrong with that. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it, no. Sex is it's fun to talk about. It's, it's fun to talk about with people who pay more attention to it than I feel like we do in our everyday yeah, lives. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Because we learn a lot about ourselves. They have more experience and stories than us. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny. I feel like it always comes back to us somehow. Like we always learn a little bit, you know, about ourselves and our uh, sexual appetites. And that's, this isn't <laughs> sexual true. Sexual appetites. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, we're No, but in all honesty, I think... Yeah, we're we're gonna have try try to have fun with this one. Mm-hmm. Get get some funny stories and and learn about sex toys. I I feel pretty well educated on sex and and kind of when you look at the spectrum of sex and the different things. I mean BDSM, check that off our list. Phone mm-hmm. sex operator, check that off our list. Escort, like we get it. We understand the dynamic fetishes, how a yeah. lot of these things work. Toys though. Toys, that's a whole Uncharted new waters. area. And, uh, you know, I'll start out by making a little personal. To Have you ever incorporated any toys into your... Uh, never. Same. Same. It's never come up. Yeah. Unless, like... I, I don't feel... I feel like that's more of... And I could be wrong. I feel like that's more on the the woman's side. I feel like that's I don't naive. Re- 
it maybe is, but I feel like you know, I don't, what what would I be bringing to the table here? Oh, I guess paddles. But again, that would <laughs> have to so be specific. I think I I'm imagine like it would just be an open. <laughs> pad. No, but you I'm saying look like, like you just had a revelation. No, because like, like what oh, am I going to paddle? Yeah, because like what am I going to do with a dildo? So why would I have that? It's not that? for you. It's for your partner. Nah, bro. You don't buy a dildo for someone else. I think we're about to find out That's that like a lot of guys a dress do go in for dildos. For someone else. You can't do that. Yeah, but you know the dildo is going to fit. The dress, you, you don't, don't keep know a dress. You know, fit. listen, you don't keep a dress in your closet. For your girlfriend. That's not I'm what happens. I'm not saying you buy but a dildo and dildo. hide it <laughs> in a, your underwear drawer. But this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't have I don't have toys or tools or, like, whatever. Because, like, what would I be I'm using? talking about... I'm also <laughs> uneducated on the variety of, like, things that exist in the world. That is a fact. You know? Like, it, I know there's dildos and, like, butt plugs and, like, some yeah, other stuff like that. You know? But I don't know, like, the, you know, if we really dive deep and it's like, oh, this thing's like a machine that holds your leg and i'm like what like you know what I mean? like i'm sure there's crazy you don't stuff have out a there swing <laughs> yeah, right. wait i just gotta what my favorite opl moment where i think i may have laughed the hardest i think it was the <laughs> oh no it was the phone sex episode well, <laughs> where i was randomly calling you out for like <laughs> yeah not being like adventurous enough sexually which yeah. i just threw out there and you had a line you're like yeah well i'm not <laughs> What? I said something about a sex. I'm one. Not on a swing with dildos on each finger. <laughs> <laughs> that image, I think about that weekly. Well, when I said I, I'm on a sex swing with like dildos on dildos each on finger, each finger. <laughs> think yeah. about that image. That's no, like yeah, the cover great. of like Saw or something. Yeah. Uh, the Funny. porn parody Saw. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is, <laughs> just oh, I just mean open communication. Like yeah. maybe you throw out like. What if we threw a vibrator into the mix? What if we threw this into the mix? Oh, I, I don't have that experience. The oh, the closest thing to like a sex toy experience is like my girlfriend, now fiance, uh-huh. um, like somehow her baby blanket like ended up in our bedroom. I think she like brought it home from All her right, parents. What the fuck? And like sometimes it like, it's like in the bed, it like sneaks in okay. and it like wraps around my leg or something weird. That is literally not even close. What are you talking about? I, that's how far off I am from music. That's the <laughs> only thing I could think of. talking about a blanket? Oh my God, this is off the rails already. This kid's talking about a blanket. <laughs> I guess if, <laughs> if it's a baby blanket, it's like a toy in a way. Oh my God, you are dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry that sometimes it I'm wraps around my leg. Yeah, you got accidentally had a blanket wrap around your leg. Jeez, watch out for this guy, guys. Should we start this intro over? Or, uh... No. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's give her a call to find out about real sex toys. Hello. How you doing? This is uh, Joe and Greg. Hi. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. We're good. It's uh. We'll be honest, this this episode's not off to a, a hot start so far. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Maybe in a good way. Yeah, you, yeah. When you hear the intro, you'll see. We're just... I don't, Greg's we, losing his mind. We just get weird when we talk about sex for some reason. <laughs> it's but okay. It, I get that a lot. Oh, well, I'm sure. So, yeah, I guess tell us how how does one become a sex toy manager? How does How, do, how do you start that career? So, believe it or not, I actually applied as a joke. I did not think I was going to get hired at the time because I was working at a a tanning salon and I saw the sign in the window 
and my best friend was like, you know, go in and apply just for, you know, just for fun. And I said, okay. And I got a call back two days later and my boss that now is like my best friend. She looked at me, she looked at my resume. She looked back at me, asked me if my last name was legitimately my last name. I said, yes. She looked me up on Facebook and judiciary case search and then hired me and said, great, when can you start? And then I got the flu that same week. So I had to start a week later than I had to. But for those I, of for those listening who don't know, her last name is Vagina. Wait, what? So it's like perfect. No, Did you make that up? <laughs> yeah. Dude. But I don't want to I don't want to give away your last name. <laughs> I was no, like, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> it's it's okay. It's it's all good. But yep, that's literally how I was hired and I've been with them for over a year now. So so what's it what's it like like a like a how many people are often coming into it like a sex like I've never even been into it like a sex store before. So I where my store is located it's close to a, a very busy city. So I mean it's not as big as New York obviously, but I get a lot of traffic coming in and out and I I get I mean I can say like at least at least 200 people a day. Wow, two hundred people! Some serious yeah. foot traffic. Are they, are they buying, are they buying toys or they're buying like movies? So I sell, I sell DVDs, I sell magazines, I sell toys, and then I also sell smoking objects. Wait, what does that mean? Um, for marijuana. Oh, oh! I thought like <laughs> sex toys that were small. I was like, whoa! There's some stuff that I don't know about here. <laughs> Is it surprising no. that people are still like buying DVDs of of porn? They're so like, fixated on the movies. What I'm well, just saying, it's very accessible, and it, it's like you know, what is what is the the incentive? I mean, I get a lot of the older generation, so like late sixties and up, um, and usually a lot of our stuff is from like the late eighties, early nineties still, um, but basically Pornhub and you know RedTube and everything has made it more accessible but i still have the old timers that come in still have the same dvd player from god knows how long and they still buy dvds so is this i guess you you applied as a joke so when you first start in in this type of environment where you're literally just surrounded by sex toys and kind of dealing with the subject of sex every day what was the most surprising thing for you or something you didn't expect about the job um i i'll be honest i did not expect the amount of stupidity that i get i mean i'll be stupidity. honest i didn't expect yeah. that um i now granted don't get me wrong i was not raised in a household we didn't talk about sex i knew nothing about sex toys but there's some things if you read the instructions it tells you what to do and somehow people still mess it up constantly and they call me the next day and say it didn't work and i said all right which body part did you put it in and it was the wrong one. Oh my god <laughs> okay to those people's credit i mean i don't know anything about sex toys <laughs> yeah i know nothing and so do you find that a lot of people will come in and even though they've they've taken the step to the literal step to walk into a sex shop they still treat it as something taboo like they still try to just pick up an item and run 
not yeah. like shoplift, but you know what I mean. And uh, like just not ask questions or not talk about it or do they seem embarrassed? A lot of people do. You know, when when we when people come in, we greet them like, hi, how are you? I get the look like, don't talk to me. And they'll just go straight to the back, not knowing what they're looking for. And the back is kind of the dangerous area. We don't really mess with the back. What is that? What's in the back? <laughs> like, like, that's where all our DVDs are and bondage and all that. Mm. So once they get back there, I get the, oh, my God. And they run up front. <laughs> and then they'll ask me, like, uh, where is, like, vibrators? Mm. And I have to point them in the right direction. Like, you missed a whole wall of them, honey. Like, they're all right there. Yeah. <laughs> and... I, I do get it a lot, or I get a lot of people to say, I watch Fifty Shades of Grey, and mm. I want to try something from there. And I always have to tell them. What, I'm bad acting? <laughs> <laughs> yes, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> and the things that occur in that movie are not fully true. So what and are some I examples? I think that's actually an interesting point. As someone who obviously deals with sex toys and understands, what are some misconceptions? And I mean, we could even use Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, it's kind I mean, of the foundation. I'll give you, for instance, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie at all or, you know, know anyone that's seen the movie. But in a part of the movie, I think it was like the second one, if I remember. I don't know. It's been forever since I've seen it. And they have Benoit balls, which generally they're actually like balls for women to tighten their vaginal walls with. They're exercise balls. What are they're they called? Even, Benoit balls or Kegel balls? Oh, Kegeling. I know that. Yeah. It's like a workout, right? I have, yeah. It, I have people every day that come in and ask, do these go in my butt? And I tell them no. <laughs> I mean, they but, could if you want. Yeah, do your thing, but not well, what they're made for. They think they're anal beads. And I'm like, those are something on a string. They are not like just free flowing around. <laughs> oh, these balls are not on a string. Now, they, there are ones that are on the string, but generally they're not. And usually they're start, like they're silver or like a metal. So it it's easier to clean. But it just the bigger they are, the tighter your walls get from what I've been told. I've never personally used them, have no intention on doing it. But it, in the movie Fifty Shades, they make it sound like it's this amazing sex toy. And I'm like, that's not even what it is. Yeah. So with Kegeling, like, look, we're going to be honest. We're putting ourselves out here in this episode <laughs> to basically ask every question we think everyone out there wants to know. It's all good. I mean, I... So I we're, have... we're, we're unashamed right now. We're going to ask everything about whatever toy you mentioned. And so Kegeling, it is supposed to strengthen the walls of your vagina? Yes. And what is the purpose of that? So, you know, after women have kids, after a while, you know, like, no offense, your, your stuff's going to get stretched out. It's, I mean, you're pushing out a freaking seven-pound kid almost. I mean, I would imagine something would get stretched in the process of it. And just over over time, you know, it's it can also be more of a health thing, too. I mean, from what I've been told by basically you know during sex you know some, some after some women have had like two or three kids their guy notices like hey you're a little bit loose up there which is an insult for one because I'm, 
I really would not like my boyfriend to come to me and say, hey, I'm a little bit loose. Yeah, you just experienced the miracle of childbirth. Like, exactly. Don't, don't ever say that to someone. And come on. It's, just, it's just an exercise thing. And it's, I just, when they sell it as a sex toy, a lot of people perceive it as like a very sexual experience. Which, I mean, to some women, you can. Some women orgasm with it. And that's completely okay. Like, there's nothing to be ashamed of, but that's really what it is. It's an exercise. Just like you go to a gym and use a piece of workout equipment. I mean, that's basically what it is, but it goes inside you. True. So to keep this, you know, educational and informative, we have zero experience with sex toys. I mean, Joe only knows that, like, dildos and paddles exist. I confused my girlfriend's baby blanket as a sex toy like 10 minutes ago. We're oh really confused. But for anyone listening who is interested, because I do, I do think this is an important part of relationships and sex. And, and I know introducing toys is definitely a step that a lot of people might be interested in taking, but don't know how to kind of communicate it to their partner or even come into a store and ask. So what's your advice for kind of the most beginner level person who is interested in something that can kind of whatever spice up their experience in the bedroom or something that maybe they could bring home to their partner and, you know, try to introduce and what's your kind of advice and uh, how, how would you approach that? Well, the one thing I always tell people that like always come in and usually they'll tell you like, this is my first time in the store. I have never been here. I don't know jack crap about anything in here. And I usually tell them there's nothing to be ashamed of. There just isn't. I had to bite the bullet when I first went in when I was 18. I just, you know, was like, I was scared, utterly shitless. And I said, all right, I'm going to go do it. Um, But when I introduced toys and with my previous relationship, I literally just threw it on the bed and told him, like, here, like, try this vibrating cock ring. And he just tossed it like a sack of gifts, like Santa. You're like, there we go. I got a bunch of stuff now. I mean, that's what I had to do. Now, for some people who are, like, a little bit more on the reserve side, like, like I said, I'm an open book, so I'm just barely blunt and honest. But for more of the reserve couples, I always tell people, you know, go on, like, adamandeve.com and just look at some of the stuff that they carry because if you look online like you won't get a full perspective of it like it's not like it's right in your hand you can see it but you can get an idea of what some stuff is i mean even in some porn like they use toys with the hitachi wand and you know what's a hitachi wand so a hitachi wand it's literally no, they actually used to use them i don't know if they still do but that's how harry potter killed voldemort all right enough with your jokes (laughs) Um, in physical therapy offices and it's a massager it used to be a back massager Um, and then somebody decided I guess to put it on their clit and was like oh Oh, I do know what those are yeah I do want oh is it like a big it's it's like a big ball at the end kind of thing they sell them in like sharper image (laughs) no I'm serious no I know I, I remember because I know like back in the day one of my friends like mom had it and i was and back then i thought it was like a back thing but you know looking back now probably not i wonder how many kids had that moment yeah they're like oh this thing is cool it's a massager and like we're all playing with it massaging (laughs) each other and we got like their mom's vagina all over it i just got dark (laughs) 
don't think Ash. It's okay. I mean, I I can, I can tell you. Like, I got in. I found out what sex toys were at the age of thirteen. So it's okay. Don't. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But um, like a hitachi, like a hitachi wand. Um, it's just one of those items, which is actually a very common sex toy that a lot of women buy. Believe it or not. So I usually tell couples, you know, start out with something small. Small and simple. Like, don't go straight to the butt because the butt is just a scary place. I just <laughs> would not mess with that whatsoever first going into it. I usually recommend, like, a, like a Hitachi wand, which you can buy smaller ones. There, There's actually travel size ones. So you can put it on an airplane because I've done it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I actually... Long story short, got caught in TSA heading onto an airplane. My ex-boyfriend put my sex toy, my vibrator, in my freaking bag. And I got freaking strip searched. Wait, they can stop you for that? Yeah, if it's yeah. a vibrating thing. Cause like, oh, I guess I can stop you for anything. Yeah, because well, yeah. <laughs> my my boyfriend didn't think but it's not like a battery. No, you can't. I don't think you can have them on planes if it vibrates. Really? Yeah. What about toothbrush? That's true. I don't um, know. You... I think you have to take the battery out to be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, like we have stuff that is TSA friendly. Um, but, <laughs> but a lot of couples, it's, I know some people come in and they fly out and say, I don't know what to do. I don't know what my girl's into. She won't tell me. Mm-hmm. And I'll get that almost every single day, multiple times a day. It would be like, my wife sent me in here for what? I don't know. I just got to come home with something. Yeah, no, I would imagine that would be common. How, how do you kind of guide someone in the right direction? Is it through asking them questions about their sex life? Yeah, because to be perfectly honest, I can't help someone if I don't know anything about their sex life. If I don't know the person, then I really can't help you. So I usually tend to ask questions like, all right, what have you done? Does she own any toys? Has she thought about it? Has she shown you any? And kind of just try to get the information out of them because they won't tell me at first. They'll be so innocent, which is okay. But it's just like, dude, I can't freaking help you. Like, I, I, I'm not going to sell you a $200 jackrabbit and your wife not like it. Like, I'm yeah. just not going to do that. That's not how I run things at my store. I'd rather them buy something that's $20 and really enjoy it and then work their way up to the more expensive items. Yeah, which is good to know, too, because a lot of people like the the typical person is walking into a store where they know nothing about the items that they're about to buy, which is usually not the store experience. Usually you're walking in and you're like, that's a shirt. I want that one. But here it's like they really don't know. And they they obviously rely on you to kind of ask the right questions and, you know, make them actually put the right thought into it. Exactly. And that's why, like, we, or at least I do at my store and my, with my employees, I, I like to keep up on the updated items. I like to actually educate. I prefer to educate because, believe it or not, I'm also an emergency medical technician. So I always joke to people. I said, I don't want you putting that in your butt and it gets stuck and you end up in the back of my ambulance later. <laughs> like, Imagine you I, sell them a dildo and then you're in the ambulance later when they <laughs> use it wrong. Actually, that has happened to me. Oh, no way. Yes. Um, yep, yeah, it happened when I was tr- when I was still in school. And it was right when I started working for the company. And I picked the wrong night to go do ride-alongs. 
the guy looked at me and said, hey, didn't I just see you like a couple hours earlier? And I'm like, yeah, didn't I tell you to not shove that in your ass? But you did anyway. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, you know, I told you what not to do. But, and that's one thing too. Like, I can guide them as much as I can. But it's up to them. Like, if they want to go buy the shock therapy stuff, hey, that's up to them. If you want to get electrocuted, go ahead. But don't come crying back to me when you don't like it. Be like, well, I told you not to buy it. But you didn't listen. So what exactly do you guys uh, sell in your store other than, like, can you just, like, go over, like, everything? So people who are not, who, like, are uneducated about what is being sold in a sex store, uh, can you just, like, explain, like, everything you guys have? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously different stores and I mean, like, we are technically a lingerie center, anything, but we, I mean, we obviously sell the base gray. That's, that's just everywhere. Um, usually you walk in and it hits you smack dab in the face and it's like, oh crap, there's lingerie. Um, I sell lubricant, all different types of lubricant. I mean, there, and there is multiple types. Um, and that list is like horrendous. Um, I sell, you know, regular vibrators. I sell, you know, regular dildos. They're actually, we call them dongs. Don't know why. I think of like ding dong ditch. Ding dong dick. Um, when I heard that term, we sell. (laughs) Someone has to laugh. I was not going to let that silence go. (laughs) That would have been the most awkward. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Greg, just stop. Just stop oh talking. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. This kid. Um, He's the worst. Um, I do sell anal toys, so anal beads, plugs, stuff that vibrates. Pretty much anything can vibrate. Like, if, if it doesn't vibrate, you will find one that vibrates. Um, I sell, they call them pocket pussies. We call them pocket pals. Don't know why. Are those, like, flashlights? Flashlights? Yeah, flashlights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, like, we actually carry Asa's flashlight, believe it or not. Nice. So, so I see it, and I'm like, oh, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we do sell those. Um, we sell cock rings, which are the most – oh, actually, one of our most popular items, believe it or not. Are cock rings. Yep. So many questions around cock rings. Wait, I think I've actually worn a cock ring before. No. <laughs> yeah. No, you haven't. I swear to God. Like as a joke, like it wasn't like I'm like yo, I'm gonna take this seriously and like the whole time I'm gonna wear this, but I definitely put it on. I'm not kidding. See, go on. I know. I just you know I felt like it was weird. It's just like, so. What is a cock? Like I don't even know what a cock. It just really like holds is. the blood in your dick, I guess. Blood yes. shoots out of your dick. Not shoots out of you. Were you nuts? <laughs> it just like it holds it. St- like it just. I don't know. I can't explain it. Let's ask oh. an expert. Luckily, yeah, we have one on the line. We have an expert okay. on the line. Okay, so basically, well, now there are different types of top rings, but the basic one, it's silicone and it stretches. So what it does is you stretch it over your penis and kind of like a rubber band, you know, you let it go and it keeps the, it basically keeps you hard. So it keeps the blood flow from, you know, from flowing to your penis. So it keeps you hard. Now there are different kinds like the silicone. We have a metal one. I know you guys have heard of chastity belts. Oh my god, yeah. those are those are real? Yep, those are real. So wait, what does that even look like? It literally looks like a cage for your, your penis and your balls. And there's like a little lock on it. And it's like a belt. 
I need, I need, how much are those? Yeah, no, seriously. That's just like, <laughs> just to try that out. Just to go out it. with that on. That's go like out. A, like a weekend thing. Weekend? The whole week? What are you talking about? Or one day. Like if you, just, just if you, said a weekend, you're going to wear a, a cage around your dick? Oh my God. Well, I'm engaged now. Yeah. So. No, but you wouldn't buy one of those to wear it out for a day. Just to like see what it's like. I don't it's think like. it's for wearing out. It's for like. You know, oh no, well, dominatrix okay. sort well, of thing. No, once again, we no, have an expert on no, that. No, I generally would not recommend wearing that out. Okay, to be perfectly honest, don't wear I it mean, to the gym. Got it. Yeah, I wouldn't wear that to the gym. It's, it's, it's more for like the more BDSM like dominant oh, okay. thing. Okay. That's kind of like I. And the thing is, I'll be honest. When I thought of chastity belt, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Robin Hood Men in Tights that movie yeah um, yeah when the girl wears the chast the everlast chastity belt that's what i thought it was i didn't yeah. think it was a legitimate thing and i was like oh my god this shit's real yeah I, like, I that's why i act. I was like what i mean there are some things in my store and i'm like i really thought they were just joking but this shit is legitimately real yeah I, like, and another thing you said like you know you want to start people slow and kind of get them something like they would enjoy at twenty dollars and then work their way up to uh uh you know whatever it was you said was like two hundred dollars i my next question is like what's the most expensive item that you guys sell and like what does it do okay i actually have to think about that real quick but i think i know the answer to that Mm -hmm. it has the because i want to say it's it's called the auto blow two so it's literally it's like it's a pocket pussy but it's more of a stroker so literally you just put your dick in the hole and it does the motion for you. Like, you literally just hold it on your dick. Wait, it's a machine that... Yep. Yeah, I, I've seen one yep. in person. What, you yep. have? Yeah. Where? Uh, when I was at Elite Daily, I think we got one sent to us, like a porn company or something, or a sex shop sent one. And we put, like, the stick on googly eyes on it. And yeah. like, it was just like an office pet. <laughs> But it, like it was like actually like electronic. And, How like, much is that? Did the motion. I think it's like it has to be roughly around two hundred dollars. Wow. It, if I do it right, it's like one hundred and sixty before tax. I think. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then the next expensive toy I can think of is by the Rabbit Company, which is our Jack Rabbit XL, and I think that's like one hundred and eighty. I think. Um, and that, that's a vibrator, which it, it's, it looks like a regular straight vibrator, but then there's a little part that looks like bunny ears that hit the clit. Mm. So while, while it's being inserted, that little bunny ear hits the clit, which is where they got the name rabbit from. Mm -hmm. Um, so because most women don't get off with like just a regular, just basic vibrator, like they get off more clitorally than they do insertion. So, and the thing is, like, when women come to buy vibrators, they think, oh, okay, this one will do. And I'm just like, are you sure? Because, I mean, obviously you won't know till you try. And, I mean, I'll be honest, like, it took me four years to figure out what I even enjoy myself. Right. And then I realized I don't need a guy anymore. I got toys. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I told my ex when we broke up. I was like, I don't need you anymore. I found my perfect vibrator. (laughs) It's fine. And, but... It's like, I, I, I don't know the exact percentage, and I don't want to tell you guys the wrong info, but it's like a good, like, 70% women get off clitorally, which means they just like vibration on their clit versus an actual vibrator being inserted inside them. Got mm. it. 
Um, yeah. So if we're being honest, is that also why there's a, I believe, fairly large percentage of women that won't orgasm just from penile penetration? I don't know if I made up that term. <laughs> Um, no, and that you're actually right because a lot of women, you know, they can orgasm, but they can't fully orgasm. And I mean, I'm, I'm not exactly the best, like porn at like, you know, actual sex expert. So I really don't know. But from like my own personal experience, I have not gotten off with just, just basic sex. A lot of women need like a vibrant cochrane, which actually it's for the both of them so like it keeps his it keeps his dick hard but it hits her quit while he's going in and out so she gets that clitoral stimulation while he's going in and out of her mm-hmm. so i don't know why that sounds like a car wash commercial like in and out in and out <laughs> a lot of things go in and out so uh, that's life um no but i i do want to bring it back because as as like fun and almost funny as it is to talk about some of these things like I really do think it's important like for you to be so open and in your relationship it just seems like you have no problem kind of speaking up and introducing toys you know into the mix have you just always been that open and is it just a matter of kind of like putting your wants and needs first um not I see I'm more of a pleaser I like to please the guy that I'm with like, I want him to get enjoyment out of whatever we're doing. I mean, I mean, that's just in any relationship I've ever been in. That's just not just sexually, but, like, you know, mentally and emotionally. But when I when I do introduce toys, I'll mention it, like, in passing at first. And you, I'll be honest, when I talk to guys on Tinder and Bumble and all that, the, and, the, and they see in my profile, like, oh, manager at blah, blah, blah. They'll ask me what it is. And then as soon as I tell them what I do, it's always – Oh my God. So what toys do you have? I want to try it. And it's because a lot of guys are actually afraid to bring them up, bring it up to girls that they're dating. Mm -hmm. So I've always been an open book when it comes to it, just because I speak about it all day at work. I mean, I, I've tried to help my cousins with their sex lives. I've tried to help my roommate with her sex life. Like I, you know, I try to make, like, I want everyone to have the best sex that they can. Because I feel like that's very important. I mean, I, I know a lot of people say that sex is not important in any relationship. But believe it or not, it really is. Because if you're not having good sex, then there there's not something like nothing necessarily wrong. But, it, I mean, it, it does play a big part, no matter what people say. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, I mean, you're kind of like a... You know, like their guardian angel when they walk in there, where it could be sort of like an uncomfortable situation. So they'll come in there and, you know, I don't know. I can imagine like walking into a like a sex shop for the first time. You're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And like, I'm a little embarrassed or like whatever. So, I mean, the fact that you're so open about talking about it is definitely like very helpful, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like, I'll be honest, like I have a lot of people that will call and they'll ask me, like, is there a male or a female working? And I mean, grant now a lot of my staff, a good ninety percent of my staff is female. I only have one guy that works for me, and usually they'll always ask me like, "Oh, you sound nice on the phone. When are you going to be there? Because I want to come in and talk to you." And it's just, I feel like when now, granted, I am younger. I mean, I'm only twenty three, so I'm I 
I get a lot of women that come in and they'll feel comfortable the minute they see me because, you know, um, you know, I'm sitting there, I greet them when, you know, like, hi, how are you? How's your day? Let me know if you need anything. Don't hesitate to ask me. And usually after they walk around for like a good, like two or three minutes, they'll come up, they'll look around, see if anyone's watching them. And then they'll come up and ask me like, oh, okay, I'm looking for something or my husband wants to spice things up. What do I do? And I'm always more than willing to help help them because, like I said, I'd rather them come ask me than them buy something, not sure what it is, not sure what it does, and then you can't return it, which I have people try to return stuff all the time, and I'm like, no offense, I don't want you to use sex toys in my store, but, it's a great you point. know, yeah, I'm just saying, so I, I just feel, it, I feel like your presence is, you know, a big key in it, like, I really don't like, like, when I say, I mean, I know you guys have probably heard it in other places you have worked, but, you know, when you come in the store, leave all your personal stuff outside, you know, come in, it's a new day, it's a new start, you know, let's try to help as much as we can, and try to educate as much as we can, and I, I, now, I've always loved helping people, and I love, like, I actually went to school to do, to become a teacher, and that fell through, because kids kind of suck. But <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. Millennials are horrible. But I, I when once I started working and got more comfortable with the items, and I mean, like I said, there's still stuff I get in my shipment every week, and I'm like, what is this? Why does this exist? Like, why does this drill dough exist? I don't understand. And <laughs> basically, it's a drill with a penis extender on the end that rotates. Like, why do we, why do we sell that? And I know someone's going to buy it sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's kind of an eye opener to see like how uneducated some people are. And there's nothing wrong with that because, and it's just something that it's a comfort zone level. I mean, it's kind of like jumping out of an airplane. Like you have to get out your comfort zone in order to do it. And, but once you're out and you know, you go in and look around, it's not going to bite you. <clears throat> It's not a dog. It's, you know, it's not a scary dog. It's not going to bite you. It won't jump out at you like a freaking haunted house will. Yeah. It's just a toy. And yeah. I, it, and, no, I mean, in, in a way, you, you know, you are teaching these people and it's cool. It, it, it definitely takes someone like you to be open minded, to be able to communicate these things, to obviously be non judgmental and make them feel comfortable when they do walk in but it's just interesting like we really do just live our lives we pass strangers all the time like everyone's thinking about sex most people are having sex and we really just pretend like we don't you know yeah, yeah. like you just live your life pretending that you don't have sex and that like you're not gonna die one day yeah like you, you know you like see an old woman you're like that old lady has had so much sex in her life. And she's probably still thinking about it. <laughs> and she's it. just like an old woman who's like, oh, yeah. no, she's not thinking about it. But no, she goes home and she's like, Yo. Yeah, it's like, oh, a grandma, she never had sex. Yeah, no. no, grandmas don't do that. But you're right. Just a history of sex. And the thing is, like, humans are very much sexual predators. Like, we're always just constantly thinking about it. We constantly crave it. You know, it is constantly something that we always want, even if it's not right in the front of our brains, even if, if it's in the back, it's still there. And the thing is, it will just always be there. So I don't think there's a problem with going and buying a vibrator. 
or buying a pocket pussy or buying some porn. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And that's one thing I had to learn myself because my family, you know, we never talked about sex toys. We never brought it up. We, I never had to even, I've even never had to talk with my dad about sex. So, you know, it was something I had to figure out on my own. But once I figured it out, it's not as scary as people think. That's a great point. Joe, did you ever have the combo? The combo? No. <laughs> no, combo? right? I don't think it exists. With my parents? Yeah. No. I mean, my, I know it exists Literally the only people. conversation I could ever, like, remember at all was when I was well into my sexual, like, career. And my dad one day is like, you're being safe. Right. And I was like right. I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right. He's like, don't forget, you could be red, you could be blue, you could be yellow, whatever you want. And then he walked away and then I figured out he was talking about condoms. I was like, right, that was it. Literally, that was it. Yeah, yeah. He no, was like, I, You safe? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, All right, cool. And he just that was it. But it was never like, so here's to what penises do. It was yeah. none of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think same with me. I think it was it's it starts as like the safe conversation. I think also once uh I I had a car when I lived on Long Island. And I think I put, this is, I've never told this story to anyone. I put a used condom in a Doritos bag in like the backseat of the car. And then my mom was trying to be nice one day and cleaned out my car and then literally found a Dorito bag with a used condom. That's in it. fucking disgusting. Yeah, I can't believe I just right. told that story. <laughs> You are a gross person and, and we're all judging you. You've done stuff like that too, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. But it's like, it. I feel like thinking about my past, it took something like that to happen where it's like, okay, you kind of have to address this. Yeah. And like, I think my mom cried, but then I think after, <laughs> <laughs> I think after she said something like, at least you're being safe. Yeah. And like, that was the talk. Right. Yeah. So. Eat. Yeah, see, with me, it was a little bit different because my mom passed away when I was 12. So I didn't have a really, I didn't have a female role model growing up because my half-sister is 22 years older than me. So, you know, everyone thought she was my mother. And I'm like, nope, I'm thank God she's not my mom. This is my sister. I can get rid of her. But, like, she was, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Pure Romance. Um it's or it used to be called slumber parties and it's basically you know women have their girls nights in and then somebody comes and basically displays all of these sex toys and my sister was doing that when i was 13 and mm. i come home and she has on a blanket in the middle of our living room all of these sex toys laid out and i saw this big blue dildo and i was so scared i was like i i don't i don't want to know what this is and I ran upstairs to my room. I crawled into the fetal position and cried. Well, that's it. Jeez. I mean, never see the Blue Man Group live, but also, <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's interesting that, like, that was in your past at an early age, and look at you now. Yeah, and then like from the time I was thirteen till I think I was like twenty, like twenty one, I never, you know, sex was never a topic. You know, I learned more about my dad's sex life than I wanted to, and I was highly scared. So that's kind of like what's kind of scared me off for a while. Like, I didn't have sex until I was 18. I was a late bloomer, or some people consider that a late bloomer. Like, I, I, like, I, I didn't kiss my first boy until I was 17. So, you know, I, I just never thought of it back then. And then now it's just like, 
oh, I'm used to all of this. It doesn't phase me at all. And, like, at Christmas, I bought gag gifts for all my aunts and uncles and bought, like, lube and, like, flavored condoms and stuff and, like, oral sex, numbing sex mints. And my, my, my aunt was like, this is so disgusting. And I'm like, why? I don't find it an issue. I think it's funny because I know you're going to go home and use it. <laughs> yeah, they probably will. Um, so, I mean, this has been, like, way more, like, educational, like, than we originally thought coming into it. But, like, we were both just, like, in the dark, I guess. So, like, that's why it's, like, super educational. Um, but before we wrap up, are there any, like, memorable stories that you have from the store that you kind of want to share before we uh, wrap up? Sure. I'll actually tell you about something that happened yesterday. Oh, boy. Because, um, all right, so we do get a lot of prank callers, you know. Kids call and all this. But this woman in particular called. And she, you know, she asked, she said, oh, do you have vaginal shrinking cream? Which helps with the Benoit, with the Kegel balls. And I said, yeah. And then she's, and then whenever someone asks you, like, the phrase, now let me ask you a question. That, you already know that you're going to be on the phone for an hour and you're going to become their therapist in, like, 15 minutes. And she asked me, she said, do you know anyone that would love to be spoiled by a wealthy businessman? And... I said, okay, me, on the low, because I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a broke college student. Your honesty is unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, I literally was like, yeah. And then she said, you know, she started asking me, like, how old are you? Like, you know, how old are you? And I said, oh, I'm 23. She's like, eh, that's kind of old. And I'm like, old? Like, what? Like, you sound like you're, like, 40. <laughs> and then she's like, how tall are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm five foot four. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she's like oh, what's your weight? And I mean, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm plus size, so I'm around 270, 280. And she says, oh, never mind. And I'm like, what, what is this? <laughs> like, am I not your type? And she, she said, oh, well, I'm kind of looking for someone a little bit younger. And I said, okay. She's like, do you have any nieces or cousins that are like between the age of like 15 to 17? Whoa, and whoa. I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, I'm about to call the cops on you because that's kind of like rape. Yeah. And she's like, it's not rape if it's, it's consensual. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then she she continues to ask me like all these questions like, are you sure you don't know someone that was that's really like young and innocent and isn't like really sexually experienced? And I said, no, because I'm sorry, I'm 23 years old. My oldest, co- my youngest cousin's seventeen. No, I'm I'm not going to ship her off to you because that would be horrible and traumatic, and I'd probably go to jail. So no. Then she says, "Well, I was in there Sunday, and there was this tall, skinny, you know, white girl that works there." And I'm like, "Oh, that's the new girl I just hired." She's like, "Do you think she would be interested in being spoiled?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure she likes girls, but I mean, I'll ask her." So then I asked her. And she gets automatically, like, starts laughing at me. And she's like, no. Then the woman asks me, she's like, what type of porn do you watch? And I'm like, I get that question a lot, believe it or not. So then I tell her. And she's like, so I'm in the cuckolding. And I said, okay, I know what that is. I listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I also knew about it. And she said, would you be interested in watching porn with my husband and masturbating while I sit there and masturbate to you masturbating. What? And I said, no, I mean, there is a price to this. 
Like, I'm not doing this shit for free. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If you want to pay my student loans, go ahead. Is this a and prank call at this point or I thought serious? it was a, I really thought it was a prank call. I really did because, like, like, we have guys that call and ask about masturbating all the time. Like, they'll ask me legitimately questions and then they'll be on the other end masturbating. And as soon as they come, they hang up with me. Jeez. And that's when I know. I'm like, yep, that was a prank caller. But this woman was legitimately adamant. Like, she asked for my phone number. She wanted to send me pictures of her husband's penis. She what? wanted me to send her nudes. And But the whole time, she keeps saying, my husband's dick is really small. Like, it's like five inches. And I'm just like, okay. We have things to solve that problem. You know? <laughs> like, you know, like, we have, like, penis extenders and all that. She's like, yeah. But I think a younger girl would be better for him anyway. And I'm like, have you thought about divorce? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I mean, we had things to solve your issue. I mean, just divorce the asshole from the sound of it. But, and I literally, like, sat there and I'm just like, oh, and, like, this happened for, like, a good hour. And I'm just like, I can't believe I'm even on the phone with this woman still. It's funny and, that people with, like, requests like that, if they're serious... Or even someone who just wants to masturbate on the phone, which is kind of strange. Uh, it's like funny that if they don't know where to call or who to talk to, that they would just pick up the phone and call a sex shop. Well, and, and that's funny thing. It's like, because sometimes I don't know if they're being serious or they're kidding. Yeah. So, like, I've hung up on people that were actually legitimately serious, and I felt like a complete asshole about it. Because I was like, oh, man, I shouldn't have did that. But good, good chunk of the time they'll call back and be like, did we lose connection? And I'm like, yes. Yes, we did. I did not just hang up on you. But I mean, like, I, I mean, I get weird people coming all the time. I had a guy come out and butt naked swinging his dick around like a helicopter Jesus. propeller. <laughs> I mean, I have you ever been... had to call the cops? No, thank God I have not. Um, I know a few other locations that we have, they've had to call the cops. Like, one old guy came in and started just peeing all over the lingerie, and they had to call the cops. <laughs> and right. I just hear this stuff, and I'm just like, I want to know who in their right state of mind just thinks they come and just piss all over the lingerie. Like, I, I, like a woman pissed herself on the floor in my store, and I said, <laughs> and then her response was, I'm old, I have a weak bladder, and then just walked out. Jeez. And I'm just like, what made you think? I'm going to come in and buy two dildos and then piss on your floor and leave. At least you bought something. I was surprised you even bought anything. But, yeah, I I get every day, literally, I can go, I could probably write a biography right now about my my year working at a sex shop. I mean, like, we even thought about making a Twitter just all about this shit. No, it's super interesting. I just feel like you, like, everyone knows that they're there. There's also the fact that, you know, you can't ever show too much in the window. So it's, there's this mystery around it. And growing up, you kind of know, like, I'm not supposed to be in there till I'm a certain age. But, you know, again, like a lot of people we've spoken to with interesting jobs, you never really consider the people who kind of go there every day and, and do it for a living. But um, no, I mean, overall, I think this, this was super educational. And it's just good. I think it's just good for people to hear from someone like you who has this level of honesty and uh you know you're just able to to kind of communicate these things 
um, and, and have, you know, a certain confidence. And I think just any time talking about sex, it's just kind of reassuring and, and helpful to, to hear from someone like you, because like we said, so many people, you know, deal with this. So many people have questions and they don't know where to start. They don't know how to bring it up. And you know, hopefully something like this can, you know, maybe inspire them to have that conversation with their partner, to walk into a sex shop and, and know that someone's actually going to be there to, you know, answer their questions and that they're not just being judged. So, you know, we, we definitely thank you for coming on. Oh, yeah, no problem at all. I mean, I'll be honest, I kind of have the biggest crush on Joe. No. <laughs> thank like, you. I, I, I'm sorry. I've been watching your videos since, like, the beginning of time, and I, I, just, I just love, I love your guys' podcast, and I'm glad you guys do what you do. Oh, appreciate you. that unfortunately joe's uh off limits he's wearing a chastity belt right now he said he's <laughs> not taking it off there's a cage that until i have marriage <laughs> Aww, damn. try that cage for a weekend <laughs> such a weird thing you said oh my god uh, things got weird but no we we really appreciate it well, there's no problem at all and i mean is there any more questions that i can answer for you guys like right off the right off the bat I think we're good. I mean, it, yeah. it's up to you. Obviously, we're we always want to keep people anonymous if they want. But if people do have questions or anything, is there a place that they can reach you, or would you rather no? Um, the problem is everything with my all my social media has my last name in it, so it's like, damn. Like, let's hold off so, on that then. Yeah, we'll so, hold off on. Yeah. But if anyone um, has any questions, feel free to email it to us, and we can forward them to you. Yeah, definitely, absolutely, and I mean. Like I said, I'm not a complete expert on everything. I'm still learning everything to this day. So if there's something that I said that, like, wasn't fully correct, like, I feel free to correct me because, I mean, like I said, there's different perspectives on everything nowadays with toys. For sure. Uh, all right. Anyway, you have a good rest of your night, and we appreciate you coming on. Thank you. You guys, too. Bye. Bye. All right, bye. Now I know about sex toys, sex shops, and... You know, jackrabbits and whatever the hell the other one was. What was the, what was the wand? I don't even know. Uh, Hibachi? That's not a Hibiki. A, I don't yeah, know. something like that. Um, yeah, it's... Hitachi. Like, huh? Hitachi? Yeah, maybe Hitachi. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's... Most sex shops, too, like I was saying, like you just look at them and it's like blacked out windows. Yeah, and they, like, they hide everything. You really everything. don't know what's in there. What goes on in there. It could look like a blockbuster. We're just right. like, that's what I imagine it looks like. Yeah. Like a blockbuster. Yeah. Have you? So you've never been in one? Uh, Way back in the day, I went into one like when I was a kid. Yeah, same. I, I don't really remember. I just remember it being a lot of stuff. But I'm, but like technology like wasn't where it's, at, where it's at now. So I'm assuming like you know, all the stuff that they have wasn't, it wasn't really like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember seeing lingerie either, but I do remember there being like a lot of like porn DVDs. Yeah. VHS back in the day. Probably. <laughs> Pop it into your VHS. Imagine having to watch porn on VHS. That's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. Um, yeah. Would you, I mean, you don't have to get too personal, but, but is I there anything, try? well, is there anything you feel like you would want to try that could enhance things or? Yeah, I think that like if you add a vibrator to sex, like it could only like that help. interests me. You know what it is? The only thing that that's, that worries me, and like I'm saying this like I know what you're gonna say half joking. What say it? But I know what you're gonna say. Wait, what? What do you think I'm gonna? Do you say? want me to guess first? Yeah, I think you're gonna say that just with your fragile masculinity. 
uh-huh. that you think that you're worried that like the vibrator would be more pleasurable than you and then oh no i was th- go without it i was thinking of the flip side of being like if you get so used to like a fleshlight or something i would hate for that to damage actual oh, sexual okay. relationships yeah because you're like oh this just like i'm in control here this feels nice and like that's the only part of it that scares me. I'm like, yo, I don't <laughs> oh, want to. So you're ever... saying for you, like if you were to use. Yeah, yeah. Like this I shit. would hate to be like, oh, I'm using like a flashlight. Yeah. All the time. And I'm just like, so it takes away from my sex life. Like I wouldn't want I that. I can understand that. You know? Yeah. So if I you're mean, in a relationship. But, but if it. it's during sex, then yeah, yeah. I think adding things to, you know, I just wouldn't add away from sex. I understand that. You know? Like if I start wearing this chastity belt out on the weekends and I love it so much that I just don't take it off during the week, that scares me. But I think to to introduce something, I think it's cool too. Like I I think having that conversation would really take you out of your comfort zone if you're not the type of person like she is. Like I would really have to build up a certain amount of courage and yeah, just like hard to like have that conversation. What conversation are we having? Can we add but some toys? But that's the thing. I think that's, I don't know. Like, nah. should we get a vibrator? Let's try a vibrator. Like Sound that? like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. What's the deal with vibrators? <laughs> it's not bad. That was pretty good. Was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally never tried to do that, that was before. really good. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess just, there's just, I, I guess the thing is like even having that conversation you can't just know about everything that's out there. It will really take you doing the research, speaking to someone like her specifically about your needs and and what you want to introduce. And I feel like the takeaway is you just have to be open to having conversations about that. Yeah, I agree. But I, yeah, I I think it's, I think it's interesting. And if, if anyone's uh, looking to introduce some toys, there you go. Just pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Pull the toys. Just experiment. Dump it out on the bed. This is what we're doing tonight. Yeah. All right. Big blue dildos. Big blue dildos. The dildro. The drildo. What was the that? The drildo. Yeah, the drildo. Like Pokemon. That sounds very dangerous. Very. Yeah. Only yeah, the strong survive that. I feel like that takes those like big batteries, you know, that like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like they don't come in packs They're of like D it's batteries like, or something. D, you know? I think it was D, yeah. Yeah, some weird uh, shit. <laughs> Anyway, fun, informative. <laughs> yeah. Sex. Sex, I don't man. think we got too weird, did we? You were dropping some gems. I don't know, man. The, the baby blanket, I'm not over. And also, like, first of all, your blue man group joke, hilarious. You like that? That was the best Thanks, one. Man. The other ones were really bad, though. <laughs> I, there was one in the middle. I was like, God, why? Oh, the one where you're like, you said so ding dong dick. <laughs> <laughs> and no one said a word. Oh, God, that was great. That made my night. Uh, the point is you have to try things out to know if it's a fit for you, if it's going to work. Right. Just like jokes, sex toys, whatever it might be. Way, be way to bring it. it full circle, Greg. Yeah, I'm I'm good for that at least. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Joe Santagato. Uh, and our website is OPLshow.com. To, to contact us, if you have something for the show, uh, you can go to OPLshow.com slash contact and there's a for, uh, form there that you could fill out, send us an email, and we'll get back to you if we think it fits. And you can find me at Greg Dybeck. Follow the show on Twitter at OPL Show. Follow us on Instagram 
uh, which is new this season at OPL Podcast, where we'll be posting video clips and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, if you are a sex toy company and you want to sponsor us, we got some ad slots open. Hit <laughs> us up and uh, leave a rating and review on iTunes. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.